privilege of witnessing. That was mighty! Rugby Australia has announced new funding investment in the women's game, tipping an additional $3 million ahead of next year's World Cup. Women's players will also be paid more over the next two years as authorities take another step towards the women's code becoming a full-time professional sport. This has all come after a campaign last year when several Wallaroos stars slammed the governing bodies uh, over, well, RA more specifically, over a lack of funding and alleged favouritism towards male athletes in the sport. Michaela Leonard is the lock for the Western Force. She's got 22 caps for the Wallaroos and is also regularly captain the side. She's also working as a, a vet physiotherapist as a day job, uh, like so many women uh, in the code do. Welcome to you, Michaela. Thank you for having me. Rugby Australia's Chief Executive Phil War concedes the code still has a lot of work to do to close the gap with the men's game. Uh, But is this the step in the right direction you were looking for? Definitely. I think the news over the last few months and the increasing investment we've seen in the women's space is definitely moving in the right way. Um, The increase in player payments as well as increasing contract numbers shows a real commitment from Rugby Australia in in growing our space and I think investing in the women's space, particularly leading into the World Cup in 2025 and 2029. So from a player's point of view, it's really exciting. Um, It's changing the way that we can train and recover and I guess, balance life and work and and still be professional and elite athletes. So what does it mean for your your veterinary physiotherapy work? Do you, do you have to choose or will you maintain doing two jobs but you'll just be paid more fairly for the, the, the one that you do on the weekend? Yeah, so with rugby now, I guess we're at a point where contracts are increasing to a sustainable a sustainable wage for us to live off. In terms of physiotherapy, it's something I've worked um, towards over a lot of years and invested, I guess, in my own personal development through university. So from my point of view, something I love doing. I'm really enjoying beginning and to start to work in the veterinary field now as well. So working two days a week in that area now is, I guess, um, life outside of rugby and, and something I can continue to grow and develop myself as an individual. But Rugby now definitely coming more to the forefront and becoming more of my regular nine to five and and somewhere where I balance a lot of my time and put a lot of my energy into. This announcement obviously comes at a good time with the World Cup uh, on the way. This is a boost to morale with the playing group? Definitely. We've got the 2025 World Cup in England and 2029 Home World Cup in Australia. So looking ahead to that Home World Cup, uh, we really want to be performing at our peak at that point in time and putting on a performance that Australia deserves and and hopefully having the same sort of excitement and, and following that the Matildas did at the recent World Cup. Um, and with, with the timings of now, increasing salaries and increasing investment, um, full-time coaching staff coming into the women's space. It gives us a really nice lead up into those both of those World Cups to be able to perform at our best and put our best foot forward. I don't want to take away from the success of your campaign to close the gap with the men's game, but the men's game is, has got its own financial problems. You've got the embattled Super Rugby Club, the Melbourne Rebels. They've entered into voluntary administration uh, just a few weeks before the season kicks off. Uh, Rugby Australia itself has had its financial issues sacking what, 40% of their staff uh, four or five years ago. So how sustainable is the future of rugby union if we're to support both the women's and men's game? 
probably not my expert area of expertise to comment on, I guess, the sustainability or the amount of rugby within uh, money, sorry, within the rugby business. But I think particularly looking at the women's game over the last few years, we've seen a substantial increase in junior and grassroots participation numbers in the female space. And I think if we can build the women's game, I guess, to match the men's game in terms of performance and, and talent and skill, there's such an area of opportunity to increase numbers, increase registration, increase tickets ticket sales, viewership um, and participation across the women's game and, and hopefully in the men's game as well. I think if Rugby Australia can continue to invest the right way and, and build a product that people want to be a part of and want to get behind, hopefully moving into the future definitely can be sustainable on both fronts and hopefully even improve the trajectory of where it is now. A lot of the sports, uh, both um, uh, amateur and then later professional in this country, are more or less fighting over the same uh, pool of, of young people playing grassroots sport. What what are the competitors, if to put it one way, to put it bluntly, when it comes to female rugby? Who, who are the competing sports looking after those girls and looking to get them on their code? Yeah, so being in Australia, we've definitely got some competition from Rugby League, which is also continuing to grow um, in the women's space at this point in time. The AFLW, again, another competitive um, football code that's, um, yeah, interested in any level of talent and any sort of athletic population in the women's space. Um, I think rugby is special in its own way in that it's a global sport and it's international. We've got our World Cup, you've got the opportunity to travel and play overseas and just the physicality of it, I think, uh, is a draw card for it in itself. But it is it is a challenge that we have at the moment. I think um, that there are so many competing football codes within Australia. But yeah, hopefully, if we can build this game and continue to show the opportunity for women in our in our rugby union space, um, we'll be able to retain the talent that we have and hopefully interest some more. Well, uh, good luck uh, training ahead of the World Cup next year. Michaela Leonard is the lock for Western Force and the Wallaroos. Great to talk to you. I know you've got to uh, duck off to tend to a, a sick or injured animal. I'll let you get away. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.